This podcast contains explicit content, language, and sexual situations. It is intended for adults 18 years of age and older. These thoughts and opinions expressed are not those of any specific employer, group, or individual. Better with the rat race, we decided to sell everything and move to Cancun, Mexico. Now we do what we love. Work, party, and play in the middle of paradise. After 18 years in the lifestyle, we thought we saw it all, but we were so wrong. So wrong. Oh my God, so wrong. Now we want to share the fun that we get to have every day. So come to Room 77. Let's play. All right, Lauren, welcome to my humble cave. I will always enjoy being in your cave. (laughs) That doesn't even make sense. Why did I try and make it an innuendo? I don't know. (laughs) Just trying to connect with you on a level that most podcasters do when they're alone together in their closets. Sometimes I just try and be cool and hip like the kids. How is your heart? How does your soul? What are your chakras doing? (laughs) My chakras are fucking what? No, I am. I'm actually good. We, it's good to be back to work. We had a little bit of a vacation and we'll talk about all those kinds of things, but physically I'm, I'm over being uh, sick with food poisoning. Yeah, disgusting. You ate a tuna fish sandwich in the Miami airport, which at the same time, all listener said, why would you do that? Why would you eat a tuna fish sandwich at the Miami airport? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, that's why they were stacked so high, because no one else bought them. She even said to me when I said tuna, she was like, tuna? Tuna? She tried to warn me, but I'm feeling better and I'm back. All right. Well, first and foremost, to everyone, our most important person out there, you know who you are. We are super duper sorry about Texas and that we had to cancel that amazing pool party there. We want to really apologize. That is, however, why this episode will be called How to DP and Get Screwed by Your Partner. (laughs) We want to extend our apologies can't go into details right now because we gave our word that we would not do that until some things were sort of fleshed out yeah settled and uh we are people who stand by our word so we are going to not talk about the particulars of it for now and that is all i'm going to say about that and on a completely separate note Yes. If there are any event planners out there <laughs> looking for work, please contact us at room77life.com. We're hiring now. Yeah, we're looking. We will move on. We will figure out a way. We always do. Yep. And when in doubt, we can always bitch and moan about that tiny little Italian GM. Yo, yo, I'm so stressed, bro. I'm so stressed, bro. <laughs> I just want a big refrigerator like they have in the United States, bro. <laughs> Dude, you have like 88 rooms here. How stressful could it be? I've been in motels bigger off Route 66 than this. My life is so stressful, bro. You're also very dramatic. Now go have a little espresso and a little cannoli, a little slice of pizza. You're a little hangry. First of all, we want to thank all the patrons out there. This episode is for you. We'll announce the new ones later. We had a lot this month because uh, we fucked on camera. And <laughs> That's that, how it rolls. That tends to get us more more Patreons. We're like, hey, uh, we have this thing where we fucked on camera. I was like, I'll join. I'll spend 15 watching guys fuck. We'll get to those, those later. This wouldn't be possible without you. I actually set up a, a Telegram group for the patrons. Yes. So we have a Telegram group that is for the patrons and for the Antigua people. And I have to tell you that the Antigua people <laughs> There's some dirty ass motherfuckers. <laughs> that group is out of control. I don't even go in that group. <laughs> you have to avoid staff the island. I don't even know if I'm going to go on the trip. Maybe you just stay home and I'll supervise the children. Yeah, it's just a bunch of memes and dicks <laughs> and tits. <laughs> fucking yeah and then just today's underwear is just all this weird underwear about 100 people in there and yeah it's a lot of fun great place to share so as speaking of antigua it is sold out i'm sorry everybody but i think we will do another one figure out a different billing system over there uh <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this all leads to sdc the sex experience uh, hotel takeover hotel takeover in mexico all of this will end up in a road at dp town (laughs) which is you getting a penis smashed into your anus and to your vagina at the same time did you enjoy that (laughs) it was a lot of fun actually i mean it's not like i haven't done it before but it was a super hot couple and i love the whole thing of getting picking someone up who just happens to be laying in the pool next to you the lead up 
that, yeah. that I really enjoyed. The Broad Strokes here, SDC Party at Haven. We were there because a, a couple sponsored us. <laughs> yes, uh, actually, back in 2019. Uh-huh. I mean, they just were like, hey, we want you to go. In 2020, yeah. And uh, we bought you tickets. Yeah. We adore these people. Yes, they're awesome people. And we hung out with them there. And <laughs> We made it through a vacation. They didn't fire us as friends. Thank you guys so much. You know who you are. I don't even think they listened to us, to be honest with you. <laughs> Uh, I was really impressed with the the resort. The, just the oh. rooms, the layout, everything was really much nicer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's only a couple of years old. And the closet space had me sold at Space for Your Shoes. We spent at least 20 minutes going, look at these closets. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and then the shower. We had a great time. We danced a little. I danced with robots. I had a hard time talking to people there, though. I really did. I was overwhelmed for the first day and a half, easy. Getting back into the swing of things. I didn't mean to say that. Yeah, I know. Talking to people when you've been sitting in a house for like months. Yeah. I, it took me three solid days of sort of breaking down that walls. One of the, the reasons was the resort. It's like 400 rooms or 300 yeah. rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would take a very talented GM, I would imagine. You know, it's, you're not naturally smushed together. You have to actually walk up to people. And that's where I was like, oh, I haven't done this in a while. I'm just going to not. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot of people that, that sort of already knew each other from the last trip and the last trip, because I think this trip is like, uh, I think 150 years old. I think they've been, I think it started at Stonehenge. It's where and they had two pools there. They had like a pool that was kind of just a rectangle party pool, right? Yeah. They the, had like an elevated DJ stand and yeah. like, and we went there. Listen, you're at a rave with 300 other people that you don't know. And all you're going to do is dance. Yeah. Crank absolutely. the music up when you are at a lifestyle event and people have to talk to get their groove on. Yeah. Lower the music <laughs> for me. And I, I met a few others there. We're not spring chickens anymore. Right. You get to a point where you get about seven minutes of doing what? <laughs> Say it again. And then after about seven minutes, you're like, fuck this. Oh, well, I just, just stopped. I just stopped listening to everybody. My makes my throat tickle just thinking about screaming over the music. So we left that area, but in the other section of the hotel, they had this ginormous, gargantuan, as you would say, expansive <laughs> pool that was like a beach entrance. Ooh, right. all around it was all so the way around. And no one, I mean no one was there the first day. So Laura and I looked at each other and said, tomorrow we are going to that pool. Yes. We're going to go lay out all by ourselves. There was no chairs available at the other pool. We, there was only two chairs left. And we, so we had to sit <laughs> next to these two people who look like innocent puppy dogs, right? Yeah. I was like, hi. Yeah, their clothes on. Yeah, they, and, and that's another thing. Like, no one had their clothes up there. I mean, I'd say maybe 25% of the women had their tops off. Yeah. And maybe 5% of the guys were I, I don't even think that. On the first day, none. <laughs> yeah, there was absolutely none. We had to ask someone, hi, hello, <laughs> is this clothing optional? Because we were told it was clothing optional. <laughs> it, so it is. So I could just take my pants off and you're not just playing a cruel joke on me. I'm not going to get naked and get arrested. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we had to ask. So I took my pants off and I was like, usually this creates some sort of synergy for everybody else to drop trout. Yeah. Uh, they didn't. Not on no, the first day. Not on the first day. No. I ne we never went back to that pool again. <laughs> that was the end of it. So we went to the beach entrance pool, the yeah. really, really big one. I'm getting naked. Yes. And I'm going to do sexy stuff. This is ridiculous. And well, this is what the vacation's about to me. And I, we get down, we sit down next to the exact same people. We were next to at the pool the day before. So now it looks like we're stalking. Yeah. And, and we just went outside our room. Right. And they're just, they're cute as a button. And I'm like, ah, oh, they're going to think I'm stalking them. <laughs> I mean, I will gladly have sex with them. They're really, really cute. But I know I'm going to scare these people. Yeah. I know they're going to hate us by the end. But I enjoyed sitting next to them because they were smart and they were funny and yes. they were cute. And her tits were fucking fantastic. <laughs> She had a uh, piercing piercings. And I just saw those piercings and I'm just like slap those titties. <laughs> but I knew she wasn't going to know what the hell I was talking about. Uh, yeah, they weren't listeners. I don't think they were listeners, but I don't I doubt they were. But I just like you can't just say to people, hey, I'm going to slap those titties. Yeah, I know. I love that you noticed that she was had her nipples pierced. Yeah, I could you see noticed it. before I did. Yeah, well, I, you can see it through a bikini. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, but, I love that you were looking. That's my point. And she didn't have her top off at first. And I was like, do you have your nipples pierced? She's like, yeah, and she lifted her top up to show me her nipple piercing. I'm like, well, the top's pretty much off now. You might as well just keep it off. <laughs> 
she she got out of it uh soon but her husband they were they were really really sweet but there was a couple that really really pretty couple fit like that couple that makes you feel uh, I'm disgusting. Yeah, like maybe I'll skip lunch. Right. They had talked to you. They didn't talk to me. I was like, oh, I want to talk to them at some point. Yeah. They're just sort of hanging by the back of their room because yeah. they have one of those swim up pools. They were very to themselves. Yeah. Before they came to the pool, they went out on their patio, which is like right in front of our chairs, sort of. I mean, yeah. eye line. And they start doing naughty stuff. I think she was blowing them on the patio. Yeah, she starts blowing them. I'm the <laughs> only one that can see. Yeah. Everybody's facing me because I'm a messiah. And... <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's blowing them. Every single head turns around at the same time and they all lock eyes with the person getting blown and making them feel so uncomfortable. Poor guy. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah. Why would you do that? And they walked inside. They yeah, left. Yeah, they did. We chased them inside. I was like, well, that's the last time we're going to see them. But so it wasn't. It was not. So they came out to the, the beach area and sat next to us, but kept to themselves. By this point, I had been naked and drinking a little bit i had already rubbed you'd done like a little oil hand job so the nice sweet couple that's what i call them they're right behind us i said look if you want a sex show don't (laughs) stare at other people in their rooms i'll give you a sex show right here that's right right so i was like you start rubbing oil on me and you have a pool full of people that's a little more full today right because everybody decided everybody had richard and lauren's idea yeah they did we're gonna go to the the big pool today get away from that loud mess over there i'm like i'm gonna lay down and uh you're gonna get my cock cart okay now this is a lot of pressure because not (laughs) a lot of people are naked run not a lot of people are being very sexual so I'm like, you better get hard fast. Oh, God. Better get hard fast. I don't know how you do it. Oh, I'm a professional. That's how. It's so much pressure. Oh God, it's a lot. So I'm like, you make, you stroke it, you make it hard, <laughs> hard. I'm like, you most important, make it look big, make it look big. I don't care how you hold it in your hand. Okay, okay. But you make it look big, make it look bigger. <laughs> And that's what I'm actually <laughs> saying to you while you're jerking me off. Make right. it look bigger. Make it look bigger. But anyway, I got turned on enough. Once it gets through that threshold where I'm like, all right, I'm hard now, then then it's game on. It's so funny to understand that. Men are very easy and complicated at the same time. I turned my head and the couple that had been quiet and to themselves and that uh, we caught giving a blowjob, they had come down to the pool and they were completely clothed, right? Then you started doing your thing to me while you're trying to make my dick hard. Mm-hmm. And I looked back over and it was like a magic trick. I looked over at them. They had all their clothes on. I looked over at you and you were blowing me. Then I looked over there again. They were completely <laughs> naked and she was jerking them off. And I'm like, when did that happen? So I look over there and I'm looking at them and they're sort of looking at us. And who asked for oil? That was when I came in as the ultimate wingman and I said, would you like some oil? Brilliant. Do you need some oil? Brilliant. Wingman. <laughs> yeah, I have time. So Lauren stands up and says, do you need some oil? And I think that's my fucking wife. <laughs> That's my wife. Now, the look on the husband's face is, yes, yes, I need some fucking oil. I need some fucking oil right fucking now. And the wife looks over and she's like, I don't know. Do we need some oil? And he's like, yes, we goddamn need some fucking oil. So she's like, oh, okay. So she starts sort of walking over for the oil and you hand her the oil. And then my wife, as if you didn't knock it out of the park right now, right? You got to run around all the bases. I don't really know how baseball works, but... But you knock it out of the park and then you go, do you want some help putting it on? (laughs) My cheeks hurt. So now this is good and bad, right? Because one, you get to go over there and have a tiny little threesome, which lasted a little bit too long. (laughs) And I wound up alone, erect in a chair. I was standing back with nice sweet couple, like feel a little awkward now. Like at first it was hot and now... Now it's too long. Now I'm just sitting here hard in a chair. Yeah. But you were doing really good. Well, it wasn't really a threesome either. It was a me and him some, and I was feeling her out some. That's why I was like, you know, either you could walk over and just 
whatever. I don't know what you would do. Who, me? I was going to do that? Yeah, like that would be a typical gameplay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they intimidated me a little too much. Later, we go over to the thing and he's asking actually about Antigua. Like, what's the deal with Antigua? I said, um, if you go, you get a free fuck from us or something like that. (laughs) He just sort of laid into the comment. Before I knew it, I'm standing there with a hard on and we're both like feeling you up. And it's just three of us. And his wife is over on the phone. Like, just give me one second. I'm on a, I'm on a business call, but I'm going to get good freaky with you guys. Just, just give me one second. <laughs> to make a long story short, we wound up DPing the fuck out of you. So we, we did a DP in your hiney hole. <laughs> That's one of the P. In your vagina hole. And uh, we got the whole thing on video and we cut it together in a way that we cut their faces out. Yeah. And threw it up on Patreon if you want to go see that. And we did a little narration to it to show you how not to do DP. Yes. But it was a lot of fun. It that was... was a really, really hot couple. I will say this about myself. This doesn't happen often. I, I hate condoms. You know that. Yeah, I know. I think our listener knows that. She was so wet that I could not feel a thing. I just keep thinking to myself every night before I go to sleep, God, I made her so wet. I made her, I made her too wet to function. That's the level of hotness that I am. Yeah, that's, it's. I'm sure she's not like this with every guy. No, that's her level of attraction that me. you did to your pheromones and what you did to her. Yeah, whatever I did. Yeah. Fucked her shit up. <laughs> and you go to night, you go to bed every night thinking that I was so good. Yeah. She could not function sexually, <laughs> but in a way that was like she's overflowing. She's overflowing. <laughs> yeah. She's overproducing fluids. I didn't want her to get dehydrated. To be honest. <laughs> I would have loved to have had sex with her more. I really would have. But she was so wet and I my condom was it sucks so bad. And that was about it. I mean, that was that was our takeaway from that. We were kind of emotionally exhausted from the entire uh uh debacle that happened with us in Texas. Yeah. Stayed low. We did a podcast while we were there just briefly called Sex Whisper. And it's a Mexican podcast. Mexico City. I, yeah, I don't know how anyone's gonna understand us. I mean, we said like four <laughs> or five words in Spanish. <laughs> When they started, the music started. It was so loud. There were no headphones. There was, I don't know how anybody heard anything. A nightmare. I'm <laughs> locked, that that's in, a, what you're I'm locked about. in a padded room I know. right now. And he had asked me, he was like, Oh, you're not talking that much. I'm like, Who could? Who, <laughs> who could talk under these conditions? And like, and then I go edit for like nine hours or whatever crazy shit I do. And we had asked him, and we we're like, Well, you got a lot of editing to do. He's like, I have one word I have to cut out i know i'm like and and that's like let me just take a second and say like you know we joke about patreon and this wouldn't be here without you guys but the amount of the amount of editing and stuff that he does is it's you know well i wasn't i wasn't gonna come from that i was just gonna say to the people out there who do listen i'm sorry i can't do that i could bring you on every single week but i can't do that like i can't just go live no i can't i can't hand that out People listen to a lot of stuff, and that's, yeah. that's awesome. But in that particular situation, with the the music, <laughs> music. playing, and there was like four people talking, at six six people, yeah. six people talking into like four microphones. I can't do that. I no. just so I'm sorry. It's funny watching you squirm though a little in your chair. Oh, it's very cute. That's right. what I was trying to say. It's- anyway, I'm sorry we can't bring you on once a week. I'm sorry. <laughs> We, we we pretty much left after that. There was a man who kept knocking on our door who lost his wife. That was hysterical. Uh, we had asked our friend, we were like, hey, do you have any medicine? We need a particular type of medicine. Our sponsors, by the way. <laughs> yes. He's like, yeah, I'm going to run that up to you right now because I am the nicest person on the planet. Yeah, I know. We're expecting him to come up with the medicine and there's a knock at the door. And I open the door and it's a man standing in a towel. <laughs> Just a towel, kind of wet. And I'm like, hi. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm looking for my wife. I'm like, you have 300 more rooms. So then I go back to waiting for the guy to come back with the medicine. And of course, I open the door. It's him again. I'm like, like, I'm so sorry. I still can't find my wife. It's just a couple minutes. But like in that time, did he make it through the entire hotel? he tried like one more door and just came back i was like fuck it i'm gonna go back to those people so we said to her like you want to come in we didn't even stay the last night we uh ghosted out of there like spies Mm. in the middle of the night we packed up our shit we were like let's go home and get a really really good night's sleep 
we get home and there's a fucking <laughs> wedding. There's a wedding reception happening like 15 feet from our bedroom. And we're like, motherfucker. Why? Oh, well, such is life. And as life is about learning. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I hope you learned something in there. All of that was brought to you by these amazing Patreons who keep us going. Lauren, name some of the people that are responsible for our funding. All right. Thank you, Paul, Brian, G and M H, Roland, Brad, Rayson, Revo, 0818, Tony and Natalie, John, H2O, Ismac, John, Tony, Dusty, Antonio, Zamboni, Jeremy, Fred, and Incognito. And those have been so far the best Patreons we've had yet. Nothing against the old ones. They're amazing, but this batch really, really good. Yeah, they brought me coffee, actually, this this batch. Thank you so much for your support. This next story is going to fit in quite nicely to, to what we have to say. This part that I have to say now is going to tee up the story really nice. What we have to say is, what are we going to talk about? You know. Tell me. You have no idea what we're doing, do you? I just point to you. I have a whole thing going on. I know. I'm literally like, I have no idea what I'm doing. What do you think we're talking about right now? The DP? No. (laughs) We're talking about Antigua? No. You are wearing your workout clothes still. (laughs) I am. I'm recording in my uh, workout clothes. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. We don't have a lot of time and we are running a little bit late because I suspect you went back to the gym to look at the really beautiful guy that was there today. <laughs> That's my suspicion. I claimed it as lo- leaving my phone there. You did. Oops. I, I left, left my, my phone, phone there. I have to go back to the gym. Now, let me explain to our listener what I saw today. I've seen this guy before. Yeah. Right? I see him walk in, right? Usually, we're leaving when he's coming in. Uh-huh. Now, this gentleman, there are not a lot of men in this world that can turn me instantly into a 15-year-old girl, <laughs> but he turns me into a 15-year-old girl. I imagine it's him and Zac Efron. So, every time I see him, right, his body is perfect. Hair, perfect. Yeah. Skin, Perfect. Spot on. I stare at him to try to find a flaw. And I can't. His stubble is scruff, a little bit patchy. That's as far as I got. His fingers seemed maybe a tad short. Maybe not so symmetrical. I don't know, but that's that's as much as I got. Everything down to the, the way his hair is, uh, his smoldering eyes. I saw him again today and I thought, God damn it. I just don't want to work out near him because he just looks like a machine. He looks like if you said, hey, bring in the Playgirl cover model of the month. Right. Right. In a man version. Playgirl. Oh, is that what? That- yeah. Playgirl. Not Playboy. Playgirl. <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, that makes sense. He looks like that person who won the cover. So today we were there and I said, oh, I'm going to work out legs today. He has... <laughs> He has legs that are the size. If you put both of my legs together, that's what one of his legs looks like. It's amazing. Like his, it's almost like um, paint buckets or mm-hmm. something. Like his calves aren't huge, but it's just the way that he's really put some mass on there. No, it's and it's all proportionately perfect. Which it is. is. Just, it goes right into his butt and everything. And it just Sorry. makes me. I wasn't staring. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody else was, including <laughs> myself. So you were sitting right next to him, right? Now, most men in this situation... I wasn't sitting. I was working out in the squat rack next to him. You were. And he was next to you. Most guys would like sort of run over and be like, hey, babe, how you doing? Everything yeah. everything cool? And I'm off to the side like, I'm pretending I don't know you. Hit on my wife. I want to see you stick it in her. Go flirt with her. And I'm like, Lauren, flirt more. Do something better. Start doing some stretches. He was, well, I was he was doing lots of stretches and I was doing these burpee the things, way, jumping sort of into his area, but he was just I just want to tell everyone, you cannot enter the gym and just start doing stretches unless you look like this dude. He starts doing <laughs> he starts doing stretches and you're like, whatever you're doing is working. <laughs> so I had a moment where oh, I was funny. like, I am not gonna do legs today. <laughs> I am, I'm aborting that plan because I have to go into his section and I don't want to embarrass myself. But then I thought to myself, Richard, this is wrong. You have to do your thing. Like stay on your path, do your legs, even though you use like five pounds when you squat. 
Go do your thing, man. <laughs> so I go over and I start doing my legs and stuff. He's also wearing like perfect workout clothes, like an LA Stylist. wardrobe stylist. <laughs> Put them together. Uh, you did a lot more observing. I was trying not to observe. I could not stop watching. <laughs> not only was I watching him, I was watching everybody else. Oh, my God. Watch him. Because all the girls in there are glancing over at him, right? You could see they're soiling their pants. He reminds me of that actor in a movie that they cast pretty, but he probably couldn't act, so they didn't give him any lines. That's the look he has. Yeah. So he was next to me, right? And I had gone to my little, I, I can't squat because I have a back problem, <laughs> right? Which I wanted to explain to him <laughs> while I was watching him squat, I think a thousand pounds. <laughs> he was squatting a thousand pounds. So I'm over on the sled, right? Because I also want to tell you, it's easier on my back. I want, with, with a belt on. I, I would squat like you. I would, sir. I would. But my back is weak. Okay? I've had surgery. Yeah, I've had surgery. Look at my scar. Yeah. So I put three plates on. That's what. I, that's my max, right, on my sled, which right. is pathetic, and I know it. But again, I'm like, um, I, I have to because I have weak little legs. So six plates total. Uh, six plates total. Okay, right. But then it's a little too much. So I take two <laughs> plates off. I go down to two. Right. But this is where I'm having a, a thing where I'm like, don't be embarrassed, Richard. Just keep working out. Work out those legs. Get that good butt. Just keep working. Uh-huh. Right. So I get up. I get finished and I get up. I start like walking around like I had a really good workout. So I'm <laughs> almost like a limp. Yeah. Like, wow, that's really sore. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's going to be sore tomorrow. We did legs today, bro. <laughs> you and me. We should go get some protein. So, <laughs> so wait. So at that moment, he looks at me and I get nervous because <laughs> he's looking at me. I start shaking my hand like a gymnast. Like, like I'm, like I'm loosening off extra chalk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I'm loosening up my wrists for something. Right. But while I was, while I was doing that, my thumb caught my headphones and violently ripped my headphones off of my face and it startled me. So he really did turn into a 15 year old girl. And he walked over to me and he's like, are you finished with that machine? He was like, are you finished with machine? Yes. Yes, I am. And I said, I imagine you want me to keep these two plates on. <laughs> so, so I go over to the, I got to do hamstrings. I don't know why. I just have to. I don't usually do them, but I'm going to finish this up. So he sees that I don't just do one leg workout and leave the gym. So I go over to the hamstring machine and now I'm watching him on the machine. On the sled. On the sled that I was just on. Now I had two plates. He put on seven. Seven on each side? He put on seven on each side. I didn't even know our gym had that many plates. Yeah. He went around the gym and took every available plate and put it on the sled. By the time we were leaving, uh, I looked over at him uh, maybe once or twice just before I left. I'm looking at the girls who's some girls are starting to stretch. I don't know. They're doing like thigh stretches and shit, but looking over in his direction at the same time. There was that one girl next to you on the treadmill that would seem like uh, she was just waiting for him to come over and say, hi, That's can me. I help you with your stretches? <laughs> Then I start talking to the guy who works in the gym. He's looking at him, too, because everybody's looking at him. You can't not. You can't not. He is sweaty at this point because he's lifting a thousand pounds <laughs> of weight. And I noticed that his white tank top got very, very wet and became see-through. Mm. It became like the winner of a male wet t-shirt contest. Yes, I wish I had seen that. Oh, you didn't see that? No. And I was like, oh, that's enough. I'm out of here. I need to know who he is, though. I, I got to find out because this is like the third time we've, we've seen him. He right? has to be an entertainer of some I don't sort. Know. No one looks like that and has a body like that and just happens to live in Riviera no, Maya. My new mission is to find out, A, who are you and where do you come from? Mm -hmm. And two, are you into having sex with people's wives? <laughs> Maybe for OnlyFans. You know, I'm just going to ask casually. It's going to be the second thing out of my mouth. Okay. Anyway, that is why we were running late today because you had to go. You forgot your phone. We got back and you're like, oh, I left my phone at the gym. I'm like, sure you did. You want to go back and see Drago, whatever his name is. Anyway, back on track. Oh, God. Yeah, it was really hard trying to work out to him to, next to him. 
Were you staring at him? No, I was really trying to focus. But, but you couldn't. But I couldn't. So I would wait for him to sort of finish his set and then I would start my set. But I was also on a timer. So I didn't really have a choice. Mm-hmm. You were wearing extra short shorts today. Like half of your ass was hanging out. <laughs> and then another girl came in and her ass was hanging out. Mm-hmm. But she was super young. Yeah, like, she's got age on her I'm side. Like, oh, you lost that contest, honey. <laughs> Sorry. Short shorts were great until the teenager came in. <laughs> so now you're screwed. You got to leave. The next Next update will be, we'll find out who this man. mysterious man is. Yeah. I'll talk to him. I, just I don't know don't why you like, didn't talk to him today. Because I don't like to talk to people in the gym when I'm working out. Uh-huh. And I know that he is probably the same. Mm-hmm. I gave him my personality trait. Mm-hmm. I projected it onto him. Like I'm going to project my body onto him as well. Well, hello, Lawrence. <laughs> Mata arigato. Mr. Rovato. <laughs> what is the uh, what is that song? Domo arigato. Domo arigato. What does that mean? Did you just say C? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank hey, you. Listen, I'm talk- I travel fast, Richard. Yeah, I'm are- in Elon Musk's underground tunnel. Oh my god, you're using so many languages. Yeah. What is Madagarigato? I don't know. Thank you very much. Arigato. Did that sound like like you were listening to a recording? <laughs> That was really good. How are you, by the way? I'm great. How was the last time you heard Boar sang Mr. Roboto? I, I actually just heard it in a because our friend was like, do you remember when you did this live at karaoke? That was fucking awesome. You like went on stage, you turned around backwards and then you <laughs> spun around like all show. I was thinking, God, I must have been really drunk that night. Yeah, good I, times. Don't, I don't even remember you singing it. <laughs> uh, he might have been talking about someone else's wife. So, uh, this weekend, we had a little bit of a foursome. Yes. You have a black eye because of it. <laughs> well, it's not a black eye. No, it's a it's total a- black eye. Everyone's like, what's <laughs> happened to your eye? Richard, what the fuck? I told the guy at the gym the true story. You know you didn't. Yeah. I <laughs> no, said, you did not. I said, you realize- sexual, and the teenager was standing, <laughs> was walking say. backwards on the treadmill to listen. She's like, you can say it in English. And I'm like, um, it's sexual. And she's like, mm-hmm. I was going to say- that girl is underage that you're telling a sex story to. <laughs> so I didn't make it a sex story. I just said it was a girl and she went in to kiss me and she was like very excited and she had butted me. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, see. And, and then I, I looked at her and I winked. You did? No. With my, with my black eye. <laughs> we had been with this couple before, right? And this is a story that I want to tell the listeners because this is a story about redemption. <laughs> And growth. Well, like it is a- about growth, and it's it's a good story for people to hear, so they know that they don't have a pace. Yeah. They don't have to go at any sort of limit. You know, you hear all the time, Swigger say this all the time, we're new, we just want to take it slow. Well, that's okay, but your slow could be fast for someone else, and your fast could be slow for someone else. For <laughs> Stop drinking. <laughs> Quoting Letterkenny for someone's else. This was their pace. Now, mm-hmm. their pace, when did we meet them? Four years ago. Four years ago. And I think we were their first experience. Yeah. It was an amazing experience. This is, again, does fall in the lines of doing bad things to good people. <laughs> I know. This is when we were working at that hotel. We had met them and they'd taken the, the workshop. We were still able to really play with whoever we wanted to. Uh-huh. We wound up having a thing with them, mm-hmm. right? And they were like, we want our first experience to be with you. And we said, all right, we will allow that. <laughs> you also both seem to be really hot. This won't be that hard for us. Oh, God. So we saw them one more time. I think we were going to probably play with them again. And he got sick. I think that was like two years ago or oh, something yeah. like that. Four years later, they're like, hey, we're coming to... Mexico. We're going to hang out for a while. We'd love to see you guys again. And we're like, name the place. We will be there. You know, let's just have a really good time. And you didn't even know if they were in the lifestyle. Yeah. I kept telling you that. I'm like, you were asking me what to bring to pack. And I'm like, honey, I don't even think they're really the lifestyle because our experience, I felt like was something that was their limit. Like that was enough for them. Well, they did. They had the experience. It was not a hard uh, swap situation. They had the experience. We played with them and gave them really anything they wanted 
to do. She had rules and she was like, I want to make sure to not do this. I want to make sure to not do that. And they had an amazing time. They said, you know, this was great. If it ends like this, yeah. and we never do anything again. That's fine. Right. So I had <laughs> assumed that they had sort of gone into a world of, of the lifestyle. You you thought, I no. assume the opposite. Yeah. When we got down there, we find out I, they did, but they have only been with one other couple. They'd only played in those four years with one other couple. And for them. And the, soft. And soft swap. And that was fine. But yeah. they said, Richard, Lauren, uh, <laughs> we want you to break our virginity. <laughs> We want to have actual sex and we want it to be with you two. I, I think it's it's because we're so forgettable. Like we're we're, just, we're like the safe camp. I don't understand I what it is. Like why do you people want to have sex with us? <laughs> but we we do have like like we did really have an awesome connection with them. Like yeah. I forgot how easy they were to be around. They're just so sexy. And it was just a really fun time. But I, I, it always blows my mind when people do that. It makes me laugh. Yeah. So here's, so they decided, yeah, we want, we want to have sex. Do we pretend to be a gas? <laughs> he said, what? <gasps> how could we? All right. Oh, here's the condoms in the lube. We pro- I didn't. I forgot the lube, actually, <laughs> which was part of the, like, my trouble. So she still had some rules, just some very specific rules. Some of them thinned out a bit. Yeah. He's a little more like me. Like his, his libido is a little more like me. He's just like, you know, if I can do it once a day, great. Uh, but <laughs> twice, that's eh, going to be a little hard. Three times, not going to happen. Because if he comes, he's done. Which yeah. I'm kind of the same way. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, for sure. So I have this problem with, she's one of these gals that I would describe as like a, a walking orgasm. When she starts to have an orgasm, it just doesn't stop. Yeah. It just doesn't stop. Angers me a bit. I gotta be honest. Yeah, but I wouldn't want you to, to, to be like that. That would be too much for me. I mean, it's great to, to be with for yeah. a night, but I'd be exhausted. <laughs> You're Are like, you kidding me? So she's one of the, he's like yeah. you and she's like not the the complete opposite of me where she just comes and I can have 11 orgasms and. She's one of those people who wants to go for a really, really long time. Like she could, she could probably have like a nine hour sex session. Yeah. And there she's are, like, don't come yet, honey. Don't come don't yet. You, and she kept saying it to me too. Don't I, you fucking come. Don't come. Because <laughs> for her, she's like, it's over. Yeah. And everyone goes to sleep and uh, I'm still wired. And I'm still wired and horny. So we did the sex with them. She had a very, very specific fantasy in her head. Mm-hmm. She wanted him to place me inside of her, mm-hmm. which I thought. Uh, that's a hot fantasy to have. Maybe that was her way of sort of staying connected to him yeah. in a way. I was like, yeah, <laughs> listen, I don't care who grabs it as long as you grab it nicely. But I did say at that point, I was like, listen, I know in your head, there's one way you're seeing it. But me, uh, with all of my expertise, thinking <laughs> it's going to work out differently because there's a condom problem. <laughs> there's a time limit. Like what's the, right. <laughs> we had this whole conversation about how I need to have them ready at all times. You're like condom. Now it's opening and I'm still jerking off and right. clowning down. And this yeah. does not play out like porn usually. Right. So you have to sort of be prepared. If you want that fantasy, you have to think about the logical reality of that fantasy, how it's going to play out. What can happen? Guys have to stay hard you can't like take forever yeah and be like all right now come over here all right now place it now i'm gonna place now you do that it's like well now now i don't have a heart on anymore so we have to start from scratch Scratch. and i hate wasting condoms By the way, I want to say that uh, one of the things that took my attention when he was going to have sex with you, I handed him a non-latex condom because you have a, uh, a latex. latex allergy. Yeah, it's like a, a whole two, three day thing where you have to do the it's thing annoying. and the, it's just a thing. Y- your vagina yeah. hurts yeah. For, for a while afterwards. Mistakenly, I didn't say that before we had started. Like, hey, it's important that you use my condoms. I don't know what <laughs> kind you have, but it's important that you use mine. So I tossed my condoms i thought well there's no problem with that but he went off and got his own condoms now <laughs> this is because his gargantuan <laughs> cock right and i thought we need to buy a supply of different we need, sizes right, we need different sizes for this because then i'm like oh yeah why would i think <laughs> that that condom would fit on that penis that would be ridiculous. It'd be like the crop top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, here I am in a situation, a guy with a massive cock. 
makes me feel great. I started to go into my head a little bit oh like, God. this sucks. But I did notice, and he had those Magnum extra, extra large. Yeah, like, right? whatever. And I started to lose my heart on it. Ah, well, I'll tell package. you why. Because the packaging, right? <laughs> if you ever look at them, they put so much extra packaging around the actual condom it's so like a fucking file folder yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> they make the actual package larger i mean the condom is bigger but the package is like three times the size it's like an envelope it was definitely a bigger package yeah. i'm laughing so hard because i noticed this and i'm staring at it i'm trying to be sexy but i'm like well ain't that fucked up they don't gotta put extra material on it to make me feel even worse do they <laughs> Why don't you put a handle on it? <laughs> Carry it around like a fucking briefcase. Dicks. <laughs> we, all had, we all had sex. Oh, God. Oh, mercy. And she wanted to keep going. She really did. But anyway, I, did, I lost my heart on, I guess, about 80% through because I looked up and you had, I'm like, what the fuck happened to your eye? He had like this black eye. And, and I'm just thinking like, what? oh, my mascara is running because, you know. No. And I forgot lube. And lube is important to you because even with the non-latex condoms, it dries you out a bit. So you just sort of need that lube to keep that little extra bit, right? Yeah, I don't know what's up with my lubrication, but I am... I don't think you're that different. Really? Like, because I get wet and dry, wet and dry, wet and dry. Like, I don't just stay wet for two, three hours. I don't I don't know how long... Uh, I normal woman stays wet yeah i mean we've met all different types right yeah we've met types that are like i'm wet all day long yeah. and i'm like oh my brushing god my teeth and i'm wet I'm like, oh my god i want to fuck bitch. you that makes me horny just thinking about that <laughs> like the thought of just taking a woman bending her over like while she's pumping gas or whatever she's doing at that moment <laughs> just so hot to me oh, i'm getting the milk oh now you're getting fucked <laughs> That's you're a- in my milk checking for mail oh i got yeah. fucked. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's kind of, just kind of a fantasy of mine. No, I, I, I like it. I mean... My fantasy, I know yours is a house of mirrors with a bunch of men. <laughs> my fantasy is women uh, lying down, waiting for me, playing with themselves, all soaking wet. And then and they just lie there. They're not allowed to talk to me. I mean, they can say dirty things to me if they want. <laughs> they can say complimentary things to me. But they can't say, like, come over here, Richard, and start a fight with the other bitches. I don't need that. Mm, I don't need drama. drama. No. no. I just need you all lying there. I'm going to try out all your holes. You don't know. But they're all ready, and they're all, uh, they're whimpering a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. puppies that need the milk from the teat. Get to you, sister. Just stop whining. There you go. Oh, yeah? You like that? Uh huh. All right. I'll be back to you in a little bit. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just a room full of whores. (laughs) Hall of mirrors, room of whores. That would be pretty fun. I feel like I could make your fantasy happen way faster (laughs) than my fantasy will ever happen. Trip to Home Depot. (laughs) Get my fantasy. Right. Trip to Home Depot. Get a bunch of mirrors. Get a room. I could throw a stone and hit a bunch of guys. They're like, what do I got to do? I just fuck my wife (laughs) in a room full of mirrors. You smash cut to me asking the women. You're still on Craigslist. The women are like, you want me to what now? And you want me to whine a little bit? And you're not paying me? (laughs) You can go fuck yourself. That's what you can do. So I don't think my fantasy is going to come true. But yeah, she was one of those people who could have kept going on and on and on and on. What I loved about her is she was a natural director. And I, I don't know if that comes from her just she's so sexual and so horny. She knew exactly what she wanted and she had these fantasies and she wanted to live them out. And she had no qualms about saying, I want you over here and I want to see you uh, suck this cock with me. You get behind her. You go down on her. Perfect. Love that so much. And I want to adopt that more. She had a list in her head and she was like, I am going to accomplish these things. I want to see them play out for better or worse. She Mm -hmm. doesn't know. And she did them. And she was like, one by one. She's like, now I want. And then I got to the point where I was even asking her, what do you want to see next? What do you want to do next? What do you want to do next? And as long as you can sort of time it correctly, that's really great because most of the time we're all like, I don't know what I'm doing. What do we do next? (laughs) I'll go over to that section over there. I'll crawl onto this side of the bed. I enjoyed their connection always I, I enjoy being with people who are really connected to each other and giving such a safe space and i, I did. didn't have the heart to tell them i had a latex allergy i was like you know what fuck it and i, told I even texted I, I, I told i texted her i was like she's like oh and i'm so so sorry about that again and i was like you know what it wasn't worth it for me because 
I didn't want to ruin the momentum and the mood. Well, well, your vagina is going to hurt tomorrow <laughs> I, because I, to, you'll sacrifice sex with. Well, me it's been first. four years, right? You've just asked us to do this thing, and we're going to stop by the time his gigantic penis <laughs> j- gets a condom on, and you're like, "Oh, here's this thing." That would be horrible, right? Horrible, right? Who would have the nerve to do that? If- and I forgot the lube, so there was just a lot, and you got a black eye, so there's a lot that was <laughs> happening. But the end of the story is we impregnated both of them <laughs> magical so we'll be uh nine months have a bundle of joy that we'll all share together in a happy little family <laughs> so that's it but that is a story and again they ended that one again hey if you are the only two we ever have sex with we're we're fine with that too yeah we had said we'll see you in 2025 <laughs> They are a classic example. For those of you out there who are getting started or you're in the middle of it or whatever you're doing, there's no right time. There's no wrong time. You take it at your own pace. Do whatever you want to do. Don't force it. Don't feel like you have to cross some sort of threshold by a certain point or you know, you're know you not keeping up with everybody. Do it at your own pace. Yeah, That is something that is always going to happen if you stay in this lifestyle. Sometimes you feel like you'll be in the lifestyle and sometimes you feel like, eh, I'm not really in the lifestyle right now. <laughs> and then you'll be like, yeah. I'm going to get back in the lifestyle right now. That's okay. That's all, that's all normal. You know, it's, it's what it is. It's extracurricular. It is. Again, it is not a lifestyle. It is actually a hobby. So (laughs) get used to that. It's not like you have to live it as a lifestyle. There is anybody else out there who's getting started and does not have a gigantic cock that can fit into our non-latex condoms. Please give us a call. And we too We'll have sex with you. It also sort of brings us to that that next concept, which was to have a villa party for people who are just getting into, are in it, but haven't really done much. And they're just sort of that new, fresh, new mentality. And yeah, having a, a party here, a villa party here where everyone is new. Every couple is new. Very, very limited amount of experience. I think that we would be able to facilitate that. Well, why not have a party? Yeah. Right. Where everybody feels like that. No pressure. And we'll do it here in, in Mexico. In the uh, fall. Again, only beginners, only limited amount of sexual activity with others. We will have to verify that through you with your friends and your family. <laughs> so just give us a number to call and we'll interview them one, one at a time. Hi, this is Richard. I'm calling from room 77. I'm talking about your daughter. <laughs> Uh, how many sexual partners has she had? If that's something that uh, first-timers are interested in, uh, call me. It's just a thought we had. We're always trying to think of new things and new ways to do stuff, and, and that was something we came up with. Meanwhile, we will be in this closet slash studio <laughs> slash storage room next to my power tools. <laughs> that's my drill right there, right next to me. And uh, we're here to help, so reach out and touch someone. <laughs> No one under 40 got that joke. <laughs> no one. I'll talk to you later, Lauren. Bye, I'm going to stay in the closet. You, you uh... dirty cum slut. All right, Lauren, that's going to almost wrap it up for us. Who are the other batch of names that are responsible for the second half of this show? We have Preston, Danny, Eric, Mr. and Mrs. Venom, John and Rachel, David, Jordan, DDLSP, Keenan, Joe, Sue, Dave, Sato, That One Low Wife, Tony Cat, Jed, Curious Rhino, JM, Carl, B, and Seth. All right, remember what I said about those other patrons that we said before that <laughs> were awesome? These are actually the best. They were a tiny bit newer. So These are yeah, because they they're newer. New, new car smell. They smell better. <laughs> they do. Before we talk about uh, bikini addiction, t- talking about what we're addicted to this month. Lauren, really quickly, what are you addicted to? And I say quickly because your stuff that you're addicted to is usually random and sounds a little crazy. What are you addicted to? Putting away rice cakes in the microwave for 30 <sighs> seconds. This is what I mean. <laughs> It's so good. You put your rice cakes in the microwave. For 30 seconds and it's like, oh my God, is it popcorn or a rice cake? I don't know. It's the same. It tastes like nothing, whether you microwave it or not. No, it tastes just a little bit better when you microwave it. All right. So you've been doing this, microwaving your rice cakes. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's also a sexual innuendo. I have been addicted to hurricane shutters. Ah! 
This is true. And I know what to blame, too. When I was a kid, there's only a few toys that I could vividly remember playing with. <laughs> One of the toys I would always play with was a dollhouse. Oh. My parents and brothers and sisters, they would always make fun of me because I always played with the dollhouse. Yeah, but that makes sense. You like architecture. You know? I, I was not a three-year-old prodigy child. Oh. <laughs> well, this is a great floor plan. <laughs> That's not what was happening. No. Okay. What I would do, I remember that toy vividly. Yeah. That, and I also remember a Fisher-Price uh, speedboat. It was like a pontoon boat. Oh. And it was green. It was a... Uh... In the tub. Yeah, I used to bring it in the tub. Yeah. yeah it, it would float. But anyway, this dollhouse, what I would do is... I would, it was my sister's dollhouse and I would put my cars in there. It was a big garage. But right. the thing that really, really made that interesting to me, it had a little garage door on it that you would open <laughs> and close. And that was my favorite Never part is I would put the cars in and I would open the door and then I would put the door down. Right? I'm dying. <laughs> ever since then, I mean, you're talking like four or five years old. That's, that's as far back as I can remember. Oh my God. But since then and until now, I am obsessed with gates, doors, and anything that will shut on its own. Like folding doors, like I, a hurricane shutter. Every week I come to you with a new invention. I'm like, hey, I invented a new kind of door, right? <laughs> and they close by themselves. We have hurricane shutters here, but they don't work. Right. And anything that has a button that doesn't work drives me nuts. Yes. So I need to figure out how I'm going to make those go down, up and down, like my little dollhouse <laughs> when I was a kid. Anyway, that's what I'm addicted to. Thank you, Richard. You're welcome. Mine made me bad, but yours is like... At least mine makes psychological sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell everybody about Bikini Addiction. If you want to support Bikini Addiction, you could get one for free and support us in Books of Travel for five nights or head over to their website, bikiniaddiction.com and use promo code ROOM77 to get 10% off free shipping in the U.S. and support us. Yeah, the bikinis look really, really good. They have some new patterns come out that I think we're not supposed to talk about, but... Yeah. Oh, well. I know. I actually gently leaked it on You did? Yeah, go take a look at them on wherever Lauren posts photos of herself. I have to go get ready for my... Oh, you have an OnlyFans shoot tonight. Yeah, I have an OnlyFans shoot Are you excited about that? Yeah, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, you should be. She's a really hot, hot female. I know. I haven't showered yet. Well, I would if I were you. She's not having sex with me. (laughs) Let's be honest. You get to a point in your life where you're like, why am I going to shower? I'm not going to have sex with this person. She might as well just see me like shit because it doesn't make a difference. I could look my best. She's still not going to fuck me. <laughs> That's really funny. I'm looking forward to you guys uh, doing girly stuff together. Yeah, uh, pillow yeah, fights, whatever whatever you do. On, I think we'll start with that just to be... For OnlyFans, yeah. yeah. it be really fun. So Anyway, anyway go, I have to go put makeup on. Yeah, also go into the bedroom and put away all my embarrassing stuff. Creams, <laughs> gels. I don't have time for that. Diaper rash, medicine, <laughs> mouth guard. <laughs> My toe separators. Yeah, split. put it put it all away. I will change into something that shows off my arms. <laughs> okay. I'll try a little bit. All right, bye everyone. Bye. And that about does it for us. For more information, visit us at room77life.com. Thanks for stopping by Room 77. We had a blast. Now get your clothes and get out. Never up, never down, never. Like a theme in a song, clever. Feeling high, feeling same time